Hey everybody, it's Lon Seib and it's time once again for your weekly wrap up and this week we're going to be talking about the wrap up because its performance has not been great lately and I wanted to share with you some of the analytics from the show and also get some feedback from you as to where we should take this show next. Let's get to it. Now, before we jump into this, there has been a lot of discussion amongst us creator types about our futures. And the discussion, I think, largely was kicked off by this video by Matt Koval, who is a former YouTube creator who got hired by YouTube and has now gone off on his own. And in his video, he talks about the lifespan of a creator and says that the average in his experience is about seven years and that once you hit that seven year mark, people kind of get sick of you and move on. I'm about 10 years in now, and the reason why I am still able to do this for a living is that a large chunk of my audience are not following me, so you really can't get sick of somebody you don't follow, and people come to me for the products I review, not my opinions or my commentary, which is kind of the problem we have with the wrap-up here. I also found this video on one of my favorite automotive channels, Hoovy's Garage, and he was expressing some frustration that a recent video that he did that kind of broke from his typical formula was not doing very well. So he got invited to this really awesome opportunity to go on a Mercedes rally through Italy, which is like one of the like once in a lifetime kind of thing for anybody, uh, let alone an automotive YouTuber. And he was expressing disappointment that that video just wasn't watched like his other ones are. And he's got this real formula where he goes out and buys some really nice cars, but he tries to find the least expensive one that he can get. And then part of the shtick here is him taking it to his friend who runs the auto body shop to see what's wrong with it, and then going through all of the machinations and money to get the car working again. And of course, this trip to Italy was very different than that, and viewers just did not respond to it. And so he was talking about some of his frustrations with that. And then also at VidCon this week, which I did not go to, but I saw this article, uh, Mr. Beast was talking about this. And a lot of times YouTube creators tend to blame the algorithm. Like it's all the algorithm's fault for not putting this in front of people. But for me, and I kind of agree with what Mr. Beast is saying here, it's really about satisfying the audience because ultimately uh, the algorithm adds efficiency to audience preferences. But if my audience was interested in the topic, the video would do well, and clearly they're not. And as we look into the weekly wrap-up statistics here, you will see that things on this channel do very well when the audience responds to it, even with the algorithm intervening in its distribution. So let's take a look at the history of the weekly wrap-up. This began almost eight years ago to this month, and this was right around the time that my channel started to get some traction. I was attracting subscribers, I was getting a decent amount of views, I was seeing some decent revenue. And I felt like I needed to do something weekly just to address the subscriber base because up until that point, I had been focused specifically on search engines and algorithmic recommendations, not on kind of building an audience. The audience kind of came in organically. So what I did in the show was just talk about the stuff that I had done the prior week and then preview what was coming up the following. These were usually about six or seven minutes long. And I was really happy with the response that I got uh, from the viewers. So here's a selection of some comments that I got from that video uh, the day that it was posted eight years ago and people liked it. Uh, but over time people kind of got sick of this model. They felt like, hey, I'm already watching you. I'm already subscribed to you. I know what you did last week. 
uh, why just bring it all back up again? So what I did is kind of switch to a more topical model where we would uh, cover a bunch of different topics and then also answer viewer Q&As. The problem though is that the wrap up grew to about 35 to 40 minutes in length and each one of them was not doing very well because it had so many different topics in it, the algorithm couldn't figure out who to direct the content to. Uh, so then we decided to go into a more structured format where we covered one topic per week. And the length of these is about 20 minutes or so. And I've been deep diving into a specific thing that might be in the tech news or something related to a product that we looked at and just try to give a middle of the road analysis of what's going on. And these videos are fun for me to make because I like researching and I like learning, but they take a lot of time. So usually I do all of the research over the weekend and then shoot it on Monday. And a big chunk of Monday is taken up by shooting the wrap up and then editing it and posting it and getting it distributed everywhere. Now, if we take a look at my overall views so far for this year, we're at about 4.7 million. This is down a bit, but I'm noticing uh, that YouTube's traffic as a whole is down now that we're coming out of this pandemic where everyone was locked down streaming all day long. I've talked to a lot of other creators who have seen uh, their numbers drop off a bit, but I'm still doing just fine on a monetary basis. So we're uh, still growing financially, so I'm not concerned about that. But still, 4.7 million total views is pretty good, I think. And of that 4.7 million, 1.3 million were from content that I have made this year. So a good chunk of my viewership, about two thirds, comes from stuff that I've done previously. And that's what I always aim for, is nice evergreen content that lives a really long time. And you'll see an example of that a little bit later in the video here. Now, if we dive into the statistics a little bit, it gets really interesting. So since the beginning of the year, I've produced 24 weekly wrap-up videos. Those videos have generated 208,819 views, an average of about 8,700 per video. And we've accumulated 172 net new subscribers. So you lose subscribers and you gain subscribers in any video that you upload. But the net here is we're plus 172, only about seven per video. And there's been about 18,500 watch hours and we're averaging about 770 hours per video. Now, my regular videos uh, are certainly more numerous. I've done 66 of those since the beginning of the year. That includes my product reviews and the how-tos and all the other usual stuff that I do outside of the wrap-up. And we've accumulated 1,078,028 views, about 16,334 views per video. But look at the net new subscriber number. We're substantially higher attracting subscribers to my regular content than we are to the wrap-ups. Uh, so we're getting about 35 per video there for a total of 2,351. And we're also getting more watch hours, which is the most critical component of the YouTube algorithm's recommendation engine, uh, which is something that's really important for getting reach and discovery here. And we get about 1,026 watch hours per video on the regular stuff and only 770 per video on the wrap-ups. And then, of course, we've got my live streams, and we've done a lot of those, but they serve kind of a different purpose. I actually lose subscribers every time I do one of those videos. So you can see we're down a net 14 uh, on the live streams, but 
Uh, the live streams work really well for me on Amazon, and I get a lot of great feedback and engagement with the subscription base there. So that's why I like doing the live streams, even if it does mean that uh, somebody tunes into one and wonders why the heck they subscribe to this idiot. Uh, I'm still getting a lot of value um, out of those, and I think you all are as well. They're really fun to do, and I will not stop doing the live streams because generally what I'm doing in the live stream is something that is going to eventually end up as a completed review video. So this is kind of the uh, research work that I do when I'm putting together a product review and it's fun to involve all of you in that. And the other big metric here is that my revenue on the non-wrap-up content is 10 times that of a wrap-up video. It is night and day uh, how much better those videos do financially versus the wrap-up videos. This might be due to the fact that YouTube really penalizes acts of journalism on the platform. So if you're talking about a topic that's controversial perhaps, even trying to provide an analysis of it, you're going to get dinged for even covering that from a financial perspective. So it is quite frustrating that despite YouTube's huge size, they have not yet figured out a way to make journalism and analysis of news items a sustainable activity on their platform from a financial perspective. But part of the problem is that the advertisers don't want anything to do with it either. So that's a topic for another day. Uh, but if we look at my top 10 wrap-up videos for this year, you'll see that not all of them are flops, although none of them perform financially as well as some of the others. My top one is the one that I did about passing my amateur radio exam. And this video is one of the rare ones that YouTube is recommending to new viewers. So I'm getting more subscribers from this one because it's going into the ham radio community a bit. And a big part of ham radio is inviting new people into the hobby. So that's a video that does very well with that community. Uh, you'll also see here that my video on Comcast Gigabit Pro increasing their speed did well. That's because ISP topics always do well on this channel. And we'll be looking at some topic discussions here towards the end of the video. But that's the kind of topic that I think I'll keep exploring in the future. Uh, then I did one on the metaverse and uh, Zuckerberg. And this is one where I think most people share the same opinion. So this went a little further because most of the people watching, irrespective of their political positions, are not a big fan of Facebook. So that one, I think, did a little better. But it kind of died off at that viewership level. It's not getting recommended anymore. And you can see some of the other ones that did a little better than the average here. And then on the bottom of the list are really a lot of the analysis pieces that I did. And some of these also were the lectures that I was doing in my class that I also transported over to YouTube to use as a wrap-up. And what's happened with this show being a weekly show is that I'm always scrambling to find something to talk about. And I've got a list of topics that I pull out to just do a video on. But I wonder if we're not better off only doing a wrap-up when we have a topic that's going to respond to the audience as opposed to just doing something once a week. And that's something I'll ask you about at the end of the video here. Now, if we look at my top 10 videos of the year so far, you can see that not one of those videos is a wrap-up video. And I think if I go back to last year, it'll be the same story. And most of the videos that do well on the channel here are things that the audience typically responds well to. Printers, believe it or not, doorbells, laptops, uh, the uh, software-defined radio, and then a guide to uh, set top boxes. And unfortunately, sometimes YouTube does kind of put you in a box 
where it says this guy is going to be the guy that we're going to recommend on these topics and you get kind of stuck there. And I think that's one of the issues the algorithm does have is that people who do cover a wide variety of topics often have a hard time finding greater reach. And if you look at the top 10 list from this year, you can see that many of the videos that are on this list were not actually made in 2022. And I'm always looking to make content that lives a really long time because that's a great investment of my time if something continually gets recommended. And as you saw earlier, a good chunk of my viewership comes from older content. And the wrap-up videos are often not the ones being recommended from my back catalog by the YouTube algorithm and search engine. Now, if we look at viewership, the wrap-up tends to run about 50-50 when it comes to subscriber versus non-subscriber viewer, which shows me that it's not being discovered as much as my other content, which right now is 86% non-subscribers. And I think that's driving, of course, the people subscribing because they weren't subscribed before, but it's also kind of indicative of the extended reach that my other content gets versus the wrap-up content. And as far as reaching out to subscribers, I have many more ways to do that now. So of course we have the weekly and daily emails that we're doing. You can sign up for the daily email at lon.tv digest and the weekly at lon.tv email. And as I mentioned earlier, we're also doing all these fun live streams. So those are happening throughout the week as well. So a lot of the things that I had started the wrap up for, I think I am doing in different ways now. But I did want to ask you what you think, because serving the audience is the most important thing. And maybe it's that we don't do a wrap-up every week. Maybe it's we try to find more relevant content for the audience for the wrap-up. I'm, I'm just open ears here. I really want to know what you all think about this, because a lot of the work that I'm doing on the wrap-up isn't helping to grow the channel and a lot of you aren't even watching it, so it's not even achieving the goal of addressing subscribers. So uh, have at it down in the comment section about what you would like to see on a weekly basis, because I don't want to stop doing a weekly show. I want the weekly show to grow as much as my other content is growing, and I need your help to figure out what it is you want to watch, and hopefully the algorithm will <laughs> recommend this to you as a topic that you are interested in, and hopefully the audience is. If not, I don't know what to do. Uh, so leave those comments down there, and we will continually refine this show based on data to find the best fit for the weekly wrap-up rolling forward. It's not gonna get canceled yet. I have a great topic for next week that I think is going to do very well, but again, I need some feedback here to figure out the future of this show because it is not working for me right now. Now this week's wrap up is being brought to you by all of you. We don't have any new supporters to thank this week, but we got a bunch last week. And we did though get some super chatter and super thankers. So I wanna thank John Prawl and Javier Rodriguez for their contributions this week. And I wanna thank everyone who has been contributing on an ongoing basis and all of you who watch on a regular basis too, because all of those things equal channel growth. If you want to help the channel, you can. You can go to lon.tv support and make a monthly or a one-time contribution to the channel. We also have our other channels that you can watch us on, including the Extras channel for supplementary content. And then, of course, we have the Amazon page, which has a lot of my product reviews up ad-free. We talked about the email list already, but we also have the Facebook group, the Discord, and the Telegram, another great way to reach out to me and other fans of the show. And then, of course, we have the store, 
where you can buy previously reviewed items for prices lower than new. I still have the Black Magic Cloud Pod up there, so if anyone wants that, email me if you want to make an offer on it. I want to get rid of that thing. And if you want to get alerted every time we add something to the store, you can sign up for our separate email list called Store Alert at lon.tv slash store alert. And that is going to do it for this week's weekly wrap up. And if you uh, have some comments on what we should do about the show, please share them down in the comment section or email me directly at lon at lon.tv if you prefer to do it privately, because I am definitely trying to figure out how to make this weekly show work. That's going to do it for now. Until next time, this is Lon Seidman. Thanks for watching. This channel is brought to you by the lon.tv supporters, including Gold Level supporters Chris Allegretta, Brian Parker, Hot Sauce and Video Games, Baby Metal Fox God, Tom Albrecht, Amda Brown, Matt Zagaya, and Tech Time with Eric. If you want to help the channel, you can by contributing as little as a dollar a month. Head over to lon.tv slash support to learn more. And don't forget to subscribe. Visit lon.tv slash s.